0: Two, three, go. Okay. Welcome to Sports Med Res' This Week in Review podcast, where we highlight the recent news in sports medicine research. Over the past two weeks, we've had four posts on sportsmedres.org. That's res.org. During these weeks, we introduced three position statements. The first was related to bone marrow concentrate therapy, for Musculoskeletal Disorders by the American Society of Interventional Pain Physicians. Next, the Australian Institute of Sport released a framework to reboot sports in a COVID-19 environment. Finally, we highlighted the Panther Symposium's consensus statement on return to sport after an anterior cruciate ligament injury. We also summarized a study where the authors found that a concussion education program led by two NCAA student-athletes from the same team, may increase concussion and return-to-play knowledge, as well as improve attitudes and behaviors in reporting potential concussions compared with a traditional education program. If we take a closer look at that last post, we find that the authors conducted a randomized control trial to determine the effects of a peer concussion education program in changing knowledge, attitudes and norms about concussion reporting among 9 NCAA sports at 10 schools representing each division of play. Schools were randomly selected to be part of the study if they met specific criteria and initiated an agreement with the research team. Student athletes completed a pretest exam that assessed whether they had any previous concussion education, how long they were participating in their sport, and concussion injury history. They also completed assessments regarding their concussion knowledge and attitudes and behaviors on concussion reporting. Three teams per each school were randomized into either a peer concussion education program or a traditional education program. The peer concussion education program required two trained student athletes per team, which were identified by local athlete trainer coach, or athletic department and administrator. Then, the trained student-athletes delivered two educational modules. The first was a slide presentation to improve concussion knowledge, while the second included exercises to improve reporting. The education program was implemented in addition to the school's concussion education protocol. The control group, meanwhile, performed their school's standard concussion education protocol. Student-athletes who participated in the concussion education program demonstrated greater concussion and return-to-play knowledge as well as better reporting attitudes and behaviors for both themselves and teammates after the intervention and at one month after the intervention compared to the control group, which received the traditional education strategy. Lastly, participating athletic trainers reported a positive experience with using this education program. Concussion knowledge is important. However, research has shown that concussion knowledge has been improving, yet reporting is not. This is the first study that demonstrated a peer intervention could influence concussion knowledge, attitudes, and behaviors to help with concussion reporting. The authors found that compared with the standard concussion education, student-athletes participating in the education program led by their peers had significantly more knowledge gains, more positive attitudes, and better perceived control regarding concussion recording. It was interesting to note that not only did reporting for themselves increase, but student-athletes in the education program reported that they would report if a teammate needed help, which suggests that the peer component does help change reporting norms. Additionally, athletic trainers reported that they found the program to be beneficial, well-organized, and easy to follow. It would be interesting to see if the effects of this education program are seen over longer periods of time, as well as if these reported behaviors translate into actual behavioral changes. Furthermore, it would be beneficial to know if the success in this study was simply because the educational program group received more education, specifically those two extra modules, compared with the traditional educational strategy. Currently, medical professionals and athletic department administrators should consider implementing peer education programs to complement their concussion education protocols. Don't forget that we also share extra material on social media. This week's most popular post was a special episode of our podcast discussing how to monitor internal and external loading and how to use this information. And if you're an athletic trainer who's looking for evidence-based practice use, then please check out our six online evidence-based practice courses available through the Human Kinetics website. We will have links to our summaries, the courses, and the special episode on our website, and in our show notes. Remember, you can always follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We'll be back next week with more sports medicine research. Until then, have a fun one and stay well.